0: My name is Carly Oath. You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Look away, look away.
1: Look away, look away. The show will wreck your evening, your whole life, and your day. Every single episode is nothing but dismay. So
2: Hello, you're away. listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. I'm Emerson Malone. I'm a podcast producer with the Daily Emerald. With me here in the studio, it's...
0: I'm Sarah-Rosa Davies, I'm an arts and culture reporter. And I'm Carly Oath, an arts and culture associate editor and reporter as well.
2: Right on. So, today we're having a very formal discussion about the (laughs) Netflix reboot of a series of unfortunate events released on the streaming service earlier this month on Friday the 13th. Um, I don't think I've been this excited about a TV show in months. Really? As far as like an adaptation Mm -hmm. of anything. (laughs) The movie with Jim Carrey came out in 2004. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember how I felt about it at the time (laughs) because I was like 11. But I think I accepted it because like television wasn't like the medium it is today for Mm -hmm. like adaptations. But now we have Netflix, which like has a lot of gives you a lot of creative control. So Mm -hmm. they really did a really amazing job, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was pretty skeptical about that movie coming out, actually. It didn't, I don't think it did the best job. So, you know, that skepticism kind of flooded over into this TV show. But what I've seen from it, I mean, I think it's great. I think it did a really good job. Yeah. I think my one big problem with the movie version stems from
1: Jim Carrey as Count Olaf. Mm. I, I mean, I would have to watch it again, but I just don't, I didn't like it. But Neil Patrick Harris as Count Olaf is something that seems so right. Like so right Um, I have a friend actually who I was talking to The adaptation talking about the Adaptation with her she was like I don't Like Neil Patrick Harris as Count Olaf And I was like that's an abomination <laughs> Um, But I think he does a really Great job and he's a producer on this series And there's definitely that Neil Patrick Harris Yeah nice. um, Neil Patrick Harris vibe with it that like Somehow I love and also Find really annoying which is really great If he's right. being Count Olaf you know
2: Yeah he's like, he's got this, like, Broadway charisma, but mm-hmm. he's also just, like, such a chameleon, which makes him perfect for mm-hmm. Count Olaf, Definitely. because, like, he's got all these different disguises from episode to episode. There's this part in the second half of The Bad Beginning where it's, like, a flashback and Count Olaf is visiting Mr. Poe at the bank, mm-hmm. and his henchman didn't bring any of the costumes, so he, like, steps out on the sidewalk and he's oh, just, right. like, galloping along mm. and, like, stealing a coat and a scarf yeah. and sunglasses from a blind guy. <laughs> Super and, Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> And he's just like just nimbly just doing this, and it just it's so
1: funny. Yeah, and his voices too for each. Stefano. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's one of my voices. Um, can we talk also about how he like sings the theme song? Yeah. Uh, that's so interesting. I oh, mean, how does. it's different for every episode if you pay attention.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. The if
1: lyrics or the the lyrics. There's yeah. just like oh, one. I verse guess I should pay more attention. They'll, they'll, <laughs> yeah. They'll
2: like reference the plot. Yeah. In each one of those.
1: That, I mean that like I love that, but also his voice just I don't know, kind of annoys me in that like theatrical way, and I'm like, why am I watching I think this? You
0: kind of you kind of want to have that annoyance though with Count Olaf. Mm-hmm. He's like this villain that you don't mm-hmm. you don't understand, and you just kind of want to kick out of the show, but you can't. Yeah, he keeps yeah. coming back, and that's why it's unfortunate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought it was interesting that Daniel Handler wrote the teleplay for yeah. a lot of these episodes, mm-hmm. and he wrote like the theme song, yeah. which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, um, I was gonna say, I love that. I mean Daniel Handler, who is he? Oh, Lemony Snicket. Right. Oh, if you haven't read the book, <laughs> most- spoiler <laughs> alert. Spoiler alert. Um, but I specifically love who's the actor who's playing Lemony Snicket? Patrick Warburton or something? I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I specifically love the way they have Lemony Snicket interspersed throughout the series. Yeah, just mm-hmm. as like a
2: looming presence. Yeah, yeah.
1: and the way like the the one episode, Wide Window, when they're it's like the first I think the first appearance in that first section, he's like in he's in the like the tourist clothes. And I'm like, oh, I love that. That attention to detail is something that's really Mm -hmm. nice with the series. I think that I haven't seen on a Netflix show. I feel like in a while. I think Mm -hmm. there is like Netflix shows are really great, but that attention to detail was something I noticed really is really stands out in this specific adaptation.
2: Exactly. Like as an adaptation, it retains how I felt reading the book. Just like Mm -hmm. I was going to say, the stakes and the levity like it's so mm. funny yeah. I don't I feel like I'm a really hard customer when it comes to comedies like I don't mm-hmm. laugh out loud that much but almost every episode yeah, yeah. I was lolling.
0: I think lulling. Neil, <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris brings a lot of that comedy because yeah. he's just so good at that and Count Olaf is such a ridiculous character yeah his yeah. character himself and the characters he's playing within yeah. the show
1: and the kids too specifically the way they have Sunny like the the little like the people I remember the way people respond to Sunny in the books But I just, like, I was reading about the books recently, and they were talking about how, like, Sunny, if you, if like, in the books, if you look at the way she speaks, there's usually, like, Yiddish in there, Mm -hmm. and there's, like, (laughs) like, her baby talk is not baby talk. And in the series, they kind of played with that in a different way, where they have, you know, her actually doing baby talk, but the translation Mm -hmm. is always really funny.
2: Yeah. One of the funny parts, I don't know if you guys were paying attention to this, but I got hooked up on the, like, anachronisms of the whole thing, Mm because it feels like... It's set in, like, 1920s, maybe. Because they're driving, like, Model T cars. Yeah. But, again, in, like, the second half of The Bad Beginning, uh, Count Olaf brings out the um, hourglass. Mm -hmm. And it, like, it drains the sand too quickly. And he's like, oh, I bought it online.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Or I just watched The um, The Miserable Mill. I'm just starting that one. And Klaus is, like, talking about Pink Floyd. (laughs) i he's (laughs) like, mom wouldn't let me watch that. And I was like, what? And
2: in The Wide Window... What is it? They're talking about how to get to the restaurant, I think. And then Sony's like, Uber.
0: Yeah, totally. <laughs> I totally Uber.
2: miss that. <laughs> so
0: good. I wonder how much the script actually parallels the books themselves. Right. Because, yeah. you know, the, the adaptation from the writing mm. of that to the actual script. Like, I have noticed some lines that are the same, not off the top of my head. But, yeah, yeah. So I just wonder how similar those actually are. because Yeah. yeah.
1: I wonder if the Lemony Snicket parts are pretty similar. because I was
0: right. like, this,
1: which means blah, blah, blah You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. which is very much... In the books Um, And I think because like the music is now a character In some ways in the series I mean he's the narrator of the books When like he's the narrator of the series But almost because you see him That changes how like adaptations Because you see the narrator It's always really interesting to see how that changes the script And changes um, the show in general The narrative plot, the arc
2: They're also just putting in a lot of throwaway jokes For sake of it being a different medium mm. like since it's Netflix they'll just have like throwaway jokes like Count Olaf at one point is like I don't have time to learn some second language other than whatever it is I'm speaking to you right now <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah I love I love the way that it breaks the forest wall at times too and
2: like the whole um the pervading element of don't watch this don't go do something yeah. else yeah like there's one part where Count Olaf's like surely like you can go Stream your entertainment somewhere else And he like looks into the camera for like <laughs> half a second yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that And I think that's like a natural progression For the series to go in a way Is I mean it was always breaking the fourth wall But I think for them to like netflix seems like such like so the right place to adapt it because mm. of first of all like their large budgets like the yeah the details um charlie from the emerald but just was describing it as <laughs> wes anderson mixed with tim burton mm, yeah um that deep that ida detail is so great but it just seems like the right aesthetic but it's also the right format in a way that i think it is yeah, yeah. and i like how they're give- they divided each book into two Episodes Because that just gives it that much more time to develop It's really
2: prime Yeah, that's why the the structure of the movie I was about to say Was really messed up Because it was three of them But they took the ending from the bad beginning And tacked it onto the end Mm -hmm. So it was really weird Yeah. Yeah
1: I also noticed I think that one thing that I do not Like I have a little bit of trouble with With this series is it's pacing. Sometimes I feel like the episodes go by really slow or really fast. Yeah. But like, the pacing just feels, like, a little bit... I don't want to say, like, too self-aware, but in a way, it's just, like... It feels uneven. I don't mm. know.
0: Do you guys get that sense, or yeah, do you guys... I I have. I've, I've felt myself, like, not drifting off, like, asleep, but just kind of losing my attention and then yeah. snapping back, you at, a, at yeah. a time where it maybe could have been connected sooner. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Something like that.
2: I almost just cuz i'm like savoring the show so <laughs> much like i like it slowing down and its pacing is like totally fine. <laughs> <for me. laughs> you guys didn't finish The Miserable Mill? No. No. Okay. I was going to say one of my favorite lines from that, but Do it. Not it's okay. It. I, I mean,
0: well, we've okay. read we've read the books, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> cuz i don't think this was in the book, but it's really Cuz it, it's another example of these like throwaway jokes that they're mm-hmm. putting in for the sake of it being released in 2017. Mm-hmm. So you guys watched the first half of that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. So I'm you got, like, the it. eye doctor next door yeah. to Lucky Smells. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, like, the same thing where Violet and Klaus are trying to convince all these, like, <laughs> super <laughs> negligent adults that they're being chased by another adult who's trying to steal their money. But, like, everybody's just super condescending. Yeah. 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 And he's ta- uh, she's talking to Sir, the guy yeah. who's yep. constantly smoking the cigar. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: And he says, Dr. Orwell has provided free eye exams to Lucky Smells employees for years. And there's nothing villainous about free healthcare. <laughs> okay. The like, show has that a, wasn't in the book. I think the no. show has
0: a depth that's like beyond a lot of kids. So it does a really yeah. good job of catering to like, you know, yeah. older people as well as attracting oh. the younger people who might still be reading. Yeah, and
1: I think those books I mean we're you know, we're older now. We're not old, but we're older <laughs> than when we read the books. So it's almost it's a way for us to return. Right. In a way that is true to the books, but also true to who we are as people who, mm-hmm. you know, are not reading the books right now. Like, I don't know if as many kids are reading those books as. Right. I don't know if there's as popular, like it almost like by making this adaptation, they're like, hey, people who are mm-hmm. reading a series of unfortunate events, you should return to this. Like, I don't think it's necessarily for people. Who have not read the books yet? Right. I, I get that sense, which
0: is interesting.
2: It caters to both audiences pretty yeah. well, I think. Yeah,
0: I feel like when I'm wa- when I'm watching the show, it's almost like I'm remembering reading the books because yeah. Emerson, mm-hmm. you mentioned how it does a really good job of like emulating that yeah. that feel and like just the vibe of like you know the looming, like you know, just, neg- like, unfortunate events, you know? So yeah, there's persistent
2: negative. Exactly, yeah. and so you
0: totally <laughs> yeah. feel that, and that's, it just totally replicates how I felt reading the books. Yeah.
2: Yeah, having Lemony Naked there just to narrate the scene is so funny, because mm-hmm. he's just like, consistently so dour about, like, yeah. Mr. Poe's like, poorly decorated <laughs> office, and how everything's just so drab.
1: Yeah. But at the same time, everything's really whimsical, which is what I loved about the books reading them growing up, was that I mean, it was this, like, series that's about unfortunate events, but there's, like, a sense of positivity in a really weird way that's, like, I feel like the books didn't talk down to me. I was a very, like, precocious, like, (laughs) kid who, um, Carly and I talked about this a bit before we came in the room, but specifically how I was, like, when I was, like, in kindergarten, I was at, like, a fourth grade reading level. Like, I was very much one of those kids who was, like, I love big words, (laughs) and so, like, to read those books and to like be like oh i already knew that was amazing <laughs> like like the like the kids in the book i i really related to like mm-hmm. violet and sunny and klaus in a way right. that i think really spoke to me ben and also speaks to me now you know mm. i love yeah
0: it. i think I think when it comes to reading the books, I think your age has a lot to do with your perspective. Mm -hmm. I know we're talking about the show, but when at least reading the books, because, you know, Mm -hmm. you're you're younger and you're reading them or you're older and you already know what the words mean. Mm -hmm. You know, so you perceive that like condescension or... yeah. You know, yeah. dumbed down sense of it in a different way. So yeah. either you're like, oh, that's a great word. Like I learned the word penultimate <laughs> when I was reading these exactly. series. But then in other cases, you know, it's like, oh, duh, I already knew what that word <laughs> means. So yeah. it's really your perception. Yeah. And I think your age has a lot to do with that.
2: Yeah. It's so funny how, like, consistently these adults are just super condescending to be like, see, <laughs> perished means dead. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> And they're like Violet's
1: like, We know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> or when people are like people are constantly be like, When I was your age, and they're like, We're different ages. <laughs> yeah,
1: <exactly. laughs> yeah. Um Oh my god. I and I love I love the, the casting for the kids mm. too. I mean the casting in the show overall was really great. But just specifically the girl who plays Violet sometimes like she does this little
0: smirk and I'm mm. like yes Yeah. <laughs> I thought Uncle Monty was like on point. Yeah, he's he was like that's exactly how I pictured him. Yeah, they did a really good job with that. What was the article you shared with me? Oh <laughs> man,
2: so Vox was reviewing the show as it was going on, and Asif Mondi, who was formerly on The Daily mm-hmm. Show, played Uncle Monty. Oh, but they said Aziz Ansari, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, <laughs> which hurts. Um, yes. I took a bunch of screenshots from my favorite parts, and one of those mm. was from the reptile room mm, when. Yeah. Um, He's like first showing the kids around the room, and they go past the turtle tank with the turtles with the, <laughs> the headphones on, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "They can only be soothed by the music of Sonic Youth." Oh my
1: god, <laughs> I do remember that, and I was, I was just thinking, I was like, oh. <laughs> "That's just like the noise that came out of my mouth." <laughs> it's like a what?
2: <laughs> yeah, another thought about the um, casting. The baby gets a credit in the opening credits. Yes and they do a really good job on the baby CGI cuz that yes. baby's looking yeah. prime like right. in every shot like the right emotion
1: <laughs> yeah yeah oh and the when it was a little bit weird though with the poker game like the hands <laughs> you know, these like baby hands holding yeah. poker cards <laughs> And I was like, that does not seem real. Yeah, there's
0: a couple places where, like when when Sunny's stuck in the, the suitcase in the back of Count, or Uncle Monty's car and mm. she like tries to unzip herself out. Oh, yeah. It's like, that's definitely not real, but I'll go with it, you know. <laughs> the show's done a great job otherwise, so yeah. I'll put up with this small inconsistencies
2: Do you guys have any scene mm. in particular that you're looking forward to in the upcoming episodes
0: god I'd have to read yeah I know that's partly what I like about the series I it's can't wait like, to
1: I don't know maybe I haven't finished but like the other kids who are the, the quagmires Quagmires, yeah and I liked um, the one with the hotel I'm excited to see how they do that because I'm
0: mm. like imagining Grand Budapest yeah. Hotel
2: oh the air sets elevator mm-hmm.
0: yeah what was the one with when they go in a submarine that like that's
2: like the very final one, I think. Yeah. It's like the, I can't remember what number twelve was. called, and oh, yeah. the, last called <laughs> the last
0: one's called the End. The End. And yeah. then I think that's What's the one, that
2: one where they're underwater and I honestly don't remember a lot, but there's yeah, like a right. mysterious threat that's like yeah. killing everybody. Or, <laughs> like
0: always. Yeah. And everybody.
1: Yeah, um, I really look forward because I love the fact that like Sunny develops this love of cooking. Yeah. And right. I, that's one of my favorite parts of the series. Is she's like this two year old, and she's like, I'm gonna make. Her. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's like a master chef. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm excited to see how they do those scenes yeah. um, with the baby yeah. cooking.
2: I'm really excited for the Ostia Academy when mm-hmm. Count Olaf plays like the PE coach or something, yeah. and yeah. takes them out in the middle of the night and like makes them run laps. And then yeah. in the vile village, I mm. think it is, is when they have like the prison break scene, yeah. and they use like a bench and like a loaf of bread <laughs> <laughs> to like bust through a wall.
0: Yeah, I am I'm impressed pers- that you remember these. Yeah, I'm
2: sorry, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah.
1: I am looking forward to more of like the invention scenes because yeah. they have yeah. that in the bad beginning yeah. where she um, Violet uses the like the pasta maker. Yeah. To right. they go. Um and I am looking forward to more of those because mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite parts. Is like when the kids are really creative in that way. Those yeah. are my favorite scenes.
2: How do you guys feel about the? Characters of the parents. You
0: know. um, <laughs> um Job from Rusted <laughs> Development. Well, is yeah. the dad. And Bobbin yeah. from How yeah, I Met Your Mother Batman and Robin. That's perfect because they're hilarious. I don't remember them playing a part in the books though. Were they yeah, present? They were no, present in the yeah. books. Yeah. 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 So that's another cool element of this is you yeah. see the flip side of what's yeah, really yeah. going on. I just can't get away. I'll like, Job <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. So but I I mean, I like him, so yeah. it's not a it's not yeah. like a why did you cast him type yeah. thing. Yeah.
2: yeah. It, it was kind of throwing me off because um, Kobe Smulders and the mom yeah. character marries Neil Patrick Harris's character in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. So,
1: oh. Hm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I'm like, I like, keep wanting to like see Barney Stinson. like. So <laughs> um,
2: I realized last night, like, my giddy excitement about this show is probably what people like 10, maybe even 5 years from now are going to feel when netflix picks up goosebumps and starts adapting those cuz well, there was like a movie did, adaptation yeah, last year yeah. Say, yeah which had jack black yeah mm. but it seems like nobody enjoyed it
0: yeah. yeah i mean i was a fan of goosebumps when i was little mm. um but I I had no desire to watch that on Netflix, honestly.
1: Did they ever make the Magic Tree House books? Oh, those were so good. <laughs> I mean I would love
0: to see that adaptation. Uh, that would be
2: good. Oh, uh, yeah. let's just make a solemn pact if we're all working for the Emerald in five years and they make a Goosebumps series or a Magic Treehouse series, we'll be here. Yeah.
1: It's a podcast. Every you time can count a on book it. series from our youth besides Harry Potter is yeah. adapted, Yeah.
2: <laughs> actually just to bring up charlie weaver from the emerald one more time i remember he was talking about like we're probably gonna see a a remake of harry potter in the next like couple years right? yeah
0: i think just this like as like, far but as like, like how do you top it i feel like that's a, your remake? Knows, okay, okay, like, as, a as a as a
2: netflix miniseries,
0: oh, mini-series. Oh, oh damn
1: that would be
2: really
0: wow. cool that would yeah. get a lot of traffic Definitely. Whether Switched it's good or not. <laughs> yeah.
2: You listening Netflix?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Take our advice.
2: <laughs> okay. We are good? Yeah. Good. All right. That's all we have time for today. My name is Emerson Malone.
1: I'm Sarah Rosa
0: Davies. And I'm Carly Oath.
2: And if you want to hear more from the Emerald Podcast Network, you can subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. And you can listen to these episodes right on the Emerald homepage at dailyemerald.com.
1: Fist Bump. <laughs>
2: Thanks for listening.
1: <laughs>
2: Bye.
1: Oh, Cool.